Welcome to Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook, the radio show that keeps you healthy and helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. As we approach this holiday season, everybody is on red alert for worrying about gaining that holiday weight. Well, guess what? It has started and it starts with the Halloween candy. I'd be lying to you if I didn't say that I've jumped into that bowl a few times myself. Everyone has a sweet tooth, and it's so tempting when you have all these delicious little pieces of candy and you want to try every single one of them. Of course it is. We lose track when we nibble and we bite and we take handfuls of things and we lose track. It's mindless. And if they're little, we forget about them. So... What if I told you making one habit, changing one thing, could double your weight loss success? I know, I know, I know, it sounds too good to be true, but experts say that the simple act of keeping track of your food by keeping a food diary could actually encourage you to eat fewer calories and thus lose the weight. Now, I've been doing this for a long, long time. I've been, I've been at this since, it's, since I've been a teenager. And now that I do this professionally, I can tell you that your success rate will increase if you use a journal. Several studies have shown that people who keep food journals are more likely to be successful in losing weight and keeping it off. And that's the other thing, keeping it off. We all know that... Taking it off is one thing. Keeping it off is another. Um, In fact, there's been lots of studies done that keeping a food diary uh, every single day and writing everything down will impact your weight loss um, and, in fact, will, will cause you to lose twice the amount of weight as somebody that doesn't write down what they eat at all. So today's show, I'm going to talk about how logging your food could increase your weight loss success. And and if you're not somebody that's looking to lose weight, if you're just somebody that's looking to just increase uh, your knowledge on what you're eating or maybe um, understand the types of foods that you're getting, um, your protein levels, or if you're diabetic, you want to pay attention to your blood sugars, writing down what what you eat, there's no better way of knowing what you're doing than writing it down. It'd be no different than um, if somebody was evaluating your golf swing. What they would do is record you, or if you're a runner and your running coach were to videotape you running, there's nothing better than evaluating what you've done by watching it. So how does writing down what you eat and drink in a food journal do this type of magic? Well, first of all, um, writing it down and keeping a food journal instantly increases your awareness of what you're doing how much you're doing, and what you are exactly eating. So it will decrease the mindless munching. Um, I remember back when I was 16 and first needing to lose weight when I went into that first high school 
uh, uh oh, these jeans are feeling a little tight. Uh, I had this diary and I would write the, the, the food down that I ate. And I vividly remember just the act of writing down what I was eating would cause me to eat less. So let me give you an example. Last week, Halloween. Clients of mine that, that splurged on Halloween candy, and I urged them to write it down anyways. Those that wrote down every time they went and had a, a Reese's peanut butter cup or a Hershey's kiss, and they logged it, they, they still ate it, but they ate less. Because if you're going to go back and write in your log that you had a Mounds bar or a Twix bar, or you're aware of it, you see it, thus causing you to eat it less. It's true, um, and I encourage you to definitely try it. Food diaries also will help people identify areas where they can make changes and help them lose weight. So oftentimes people don't realize how many calories are in certain things, such as beverages, alcoholic beverages, or certain things that are convenience foods. So let me give you an example. If you are not logging your food and you decide you're just going to have a quick cheese and cracker snack because you're on the go, you're hungry, you're going to grab a handful of crackers and a handful of cheese and you're just going to grab it, eat it out the door. You don't write it down, you move on with your life. Well, let's take scenario B. You write it down, you don't realize that the one piece of cheese that's the size of a cigarette lighter is 100 calories. Well, you, you grab three pieces of cheese the size of cigarette lighter. That's not that big. That's 300 calories. And you grabbed seven Triscuits. Well, those seven Triscuits are 25 calories each. Well, your snack that you just consumed was four, 450 calories. Um, in your brain, you didn't eat much because it was a small handful that didn't even satisfy you. It held you off till your next snack. But in reality, you had 450 calories of something that was not even nutritionally dense. In fact, in fact it was nothing but saturated fats and filled with sodium. So uh, writing this down might cause you to go, hmm, instead of eating this, perhaps I should have this cottage cheese snack, or maybe I could just make a sandwich for 300 calories and satisfy myself. But yet people don't take the time to make a sandwich because in their brain, they think that the sandwich is going to have more calories than the cheese and the Triscuits. You can go to Subway and have a turkey, six-inch turkey sandwich without cheese and mayonnaise for less than the handful of cheese and Triscuits. And, and that, is the, that is the truth. So writing this down would, would, would help you realize that. Um, another reason that writing these, these things down is food diaries can unveil patterns of overeating. Um, they reveal and identify triggers to avoid. Um, such as not eating enough throughout the day. This is something that a lot of my clients are very guilty of. We are busy, busy, busy. We're on the go all the time. We skip breakfast. Um, oftentimes we skip lunch or we start to eat lunch and only eat half of it. And then we come home and we eat everything in sight. And so when you are logging your food and you are very passionate about it, and you write down your breakfast and you realize that you only ate half of it, it brings awareness to the fact that you only ate half of it. And then when it comes down to dinner time and you see that your dinner calories were quadruple of what your lunch calories were, it does bring awareness 
to why perhaps you might be having a hard time losing weight or why maybe you're having stomach problems or why you're having overeating issues in the evening because your body is used to consuming more food at night. One thing that happens a lot is people often will blame um, digestive issues or they will blame uh, food allergies um, when they're just simply overeating. Uh, it's simple, simple. You look at what you're eating and and maybe you're just eating too much in the evening. And by writing it down, um, you can you can see this. Um, for some people, the very fact that they have to re, re- write down every single thing that they eat will detour uh, overeating. They will consider not eating it if they have to write it down. And this is something that I think has really saved me and saved a lot of my clients. Um, Oreo cookies, for example, one of my favorite. Uh, If you look at the package, it says uh, each cookie is 55 calories, but you could eat three are in a serving. So in my brain, all right, I'm going to eat three. So you put it in your log, you eat your three cookies, and and that's that. Well, what if you want to eat a fourth one? Well, then that means you're going to go and write down that you had a fourth cookie for 55 more calories. Well, then what if you're going to eat a fifth one? And believe me, people people will do this. You're either going to to realize that it's a lot of calories and you're going to stop, or you're going to realize that you're overeating and you're not going to write it down. Um, and then most likely people will just either eat the cookies and not log it because that's going to happen. But then the reality will come that this is why they're not losing weight. Um, and the proof is in the pudding there. Um, and there's no no arguing about it. Uh, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Huntley Community Radio, uh, WHRULP. And we're talking about the success in losing weight The key is logging your food. And there's all different types of ways of logging. You could log in a journal. You could log in a notebook. And there's all types of apps out there. They're all free. My personal favorite is one uh, that's called MyFitnessPal. Most people use this app. Um, I would say 9 out of 10 of my clients, before they even sign up for my programs, already have it. Um, it is so advanced that you can scan any item and it will come up. You could put in any restaurant and, and the food will come up. Uh, you can get as detailed as putting in McDonald's uh, Big Mac without cheese or bun and it will come up. So there's no excuses as to what you're eating. And and it's, it's amazing. You could put in your own recipes. You can uh, look up things from all different types of of countries. It, it's it's so incredible. And it has a social media aspect to it. So for example, my clients uh, become friends with me and I'm able to see their logs so I can see what they eat. And that's a really valuable piece. So eight steps for food diary success. Here are some tips that I have for you on how to make food diary work for you. Food diary tip number one. First off, know your reasons for why you're doing this. Um, Have a reason for why you're doing this. If you're doing this because you want to lose weight, make sure that you are calculating the information and you're logging the calories in addition to the portions of the food that you're eating. Be clear about your intent and don't 
hide the foods that you're truly eating because that is not going to do you any good. I can tell you stories. If the show was three hours long, I could easily fill it with this segment. Um, I've had people lie to themselves about what they're logging and and make the meal fit the calories exactly of what they're allowed to have. And that's not going to do you any good. Um, I look at people's logs every day where I'm like, wow, how did how did your lunch miraculously turn out to be exactly 350 calories? You know, did you did you weigh the the black beans I see here were 27 calories, which is exactly what it needed to be to make the lunch be 350. You're only lying to yourself when that happens. So know your reasons for why you're doing this and be truthful to yourself. Tip number two, choose your format. If you are not techie, then do not do something that is online. Do not do something that is an app or on your computer. Um, if you uh, want to venture in that in that area, and I've had many people that are not computer savvy uh, <clears throat> become computer savvy because these apps are very, very user friendly. I encourage you to try. But if you're going to get frustrated, then write it down in a notebook. Write it down on sticky notes. Use your own system. Go buy yourself some fabulous markers in all different colors and do it how you want to do it. Google the information and it will come up if you're if you're confused as to how many calories are in uh, certain food items google ask siri ask alexa it is all right there for you to see most restaurants are going to have the information right there but be truthful like i said in tip number one make sure you're measuring don't just eyeball because like i told you earlier with the cheese example One slice of cheese the size of a cigarette lighter is 100 calories. So if you're you're throwing cheese on everything and you're just eyeballing it and writing down a random amount, you're not doing yourself any good. Um, Food diary tip number three, decide how often you're going to do this. Don't part-time log. Part-time logging does you no good. I have many clients where I ask, and and if you're one of my clients and you're listening, you you can chuckle right now. Are you logging? If your answer is kind of, or most of the time, or, well, I log all day up until dinner and then I kind of stop, then, then that's not doing you any good because you can do an amazing job logging everything all day long up until dinner. And then if you stop logging, there is no documentation of what you put in your mouth. And that's where the damage can be done. Or if you're someone that logs six days a week, again, we don't know what you're doing on that seventh day. And if that seventh day happens to be on Saturday, a lot of damage can be done. And if the scale isn't moving, then then we can't go back and look and see what you ate on Saturday. And if you were off track on Saturday, then there's no documentation of it. You can fill your food log out throughout the day. Um, Some people like to set time aside later in the day to update it, but I'm going to tell you that the accuracy of that decreases incredibly because you forget what you ate. I mean, I, I let me ask you right now, what did you have for dinner last night? Most of you probably don't remember. We don't remember what we've done throughout the day. So I encourage you, if you're going to do this, that you jot it down as you eat it. 
Um, it does not take that long. Um, it is important that you record everything. I know it sounds painful, but the accuracy does drop if you don't do this. And um, again, something to watch out for. As time goes by, dieters tend to become more lax about how often they update their food diaries, and and that's where the drop-off starts. So um, to give you an example of that, people that start a program are really, really encouraged and really motivated, and, and I laugh because, you know, week one of a program, people are writing down, you know, ketchup, 12 calories, you know, vinegar, 2 calories, you know, sliced onion, one calorie, you know, they're writing everything down. And by the sixth month, it's, it's so sloppy, they're, they're, they're omitting half of the things, you know, like, well, I don't have to count the, you know, slice of cheese I put on there is only 100 calories. And so you have to remember that every calorie does count. Um, I don't think you need to add all of the spices and, and minuscule things such as three calories worth of onions or, you know, vitamins, people will add. Those are those are things that are so minuscule. But don't get lazy with your logging because if you get lazy, then we're not really seeing what you're getting. And in that case, you're not going to be in that high success rate that I talked about earlier. Um, when I started the show, I said your success rate will double if you log. And that means you're logging and you're being accurate about it. Food diary tip number four. Um, again, decide how detailed you want to be, kind of like what I talked about. Um, a perfect food log is perfect, but my motto, realistic, sustainable expectations. Don't start something that you don't think you can sustain for the rest of your life. So you don't want to do something that is outrageously crazy where you're driving everybody crazy in your family and you, you're, you're not going to eat this unless you know exactly how many calories are in the ground mustard. That's not healthy. Um, you you want to make it be something that's realistic. Um, and there's no perfect food log because there's no true way of knowing exactly how many calories are in something unless we took it to a food lab and had it scientifically tested. So you have to understand that even with the most accurate measuring and the most accurate measures of anything, you're most likely going to still have some play or some error in your day. So there's going to be some 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 caloric deficit somewhere in there. So don't make yourself crazy about the small details. Food tip number five, this is a really, really important one. Be accurate about your portion sizes. If you're going to do anything, be accurate about your portion sizes. If you're trying to just get a general idea of what, when, and where you're eating, this tip may not apply to you. But if you're trying to be precise about your your intake, then make sure that you are using measuring cups, make sure that you are using measuring tools and food scales. And this one applies for people that are trying to lose weight. Um, so often people will not use measuring cups and again, eyeball. And then when they see how much a real true portion size is, they're appalled. Um, you know, four ounces of chicken is not as much as you actually think it is. Um, the size of your palm, if you look at your palm, um, is about four ounces of chicken. That's a serving size. Um, most people are going to eat more than that in their usual typical meal. 
So when you're logging your four ounces of chicken, most likely, like I said, you're getting more than that. So when you're putting that in your log, make sure that is exactly what you're getting. I one time had a lady that was not able to lose weight and she was adamant that she was weighing and measuring everything. And, and I come to find out that she wasn't. And so I said, listen, let's just try this out. I want you to put everything on the food scale that you eat for one month. I want everything, you know, measured precisely. She was astonished. The weight just completely melted off. She, she did nothing. She changed nothing about her, her eating. Her, her meals stayed the same, but she altered the portions by just following the portion sizes on her food plan and measuring them. And it's actually really depressing when you see how little a portion size is. Um, you have to zero in on the nutritional information on the back. Some of these these treats and cookies, you know, you get this little bag of, of uh, trail mix and it'll say 180 calories a serving, but you'll look at it and it'll say two servings. And, and you just have to laugh at yourself because it's, it's nothing. It's a half a cup. And we'll eat it thinking it's one serving, but it's actually two. So look at the serving sizes and make sure that you're recording those. Um, food diary tip number six. Be sure you include those extras. So the extras that I was referring to earlier that don't really have calories in them, such as mustard and vinegar and onions and and cucumbers and stuff like that, you don't have to necessarily worry about. But the caloric ones, such as mayonnaise, such as barbecue sauces, such as maybe those M&Ms that are sitting at your office that you took a handful of, those are eventually going to add up. So you want to make sure that those are included in your food diary. I'm not telling you not to eat them, but I am telling you that they count. So make sure that you put them in there. Um, I, on my way out, I'm going to be honest, I had a Mounds bar on the way here. It was 90 calories. I'm aware of it. I wrote it down. All right. If I, if I, I, I have to say, if I didn't write it down, it would have just not happened in my brain because that is how, that's how our brains work. Um, when you look back over your diary food records, you could see all those little nibbles and bites that add up. Um, one of the things I have my clients do that are struggling with, with losing weight and not understanding why they're not losing weight is I'll have them print up all of their food logs for the, the month and I'll have them take a highlighter and highlight all the little bites and nibbles of things that they shouldn't have had, um, such as the handful of M&Ms and maybe the Mounds Bar and, you know, the hand, handful of Triscuits. And and they, they're astonished at how much of their paper is highlighted. It's okay to have little bites and nibbles here and there. But when you look over an entire month's full of logging and three quarters of it is highlighted in yellow, then you know that you got to back off on that. Um, and alcoholic beverages is another one. Um, 150 calories of an alcoholic beverage, which is a typical glass of wine, beer, uh, mixer, that, that could easily add up to 15-pound weight gain in a year. So be aware of these obstacles. Review what you wrote down. And, and what is so amazing about this is when you do lose weight, you can go back and review it. Um, one thing that I have found valuable is when I've lost weight and uh, gained it back or I'm, I'm 
feeling like, oh, I'm in a rut. I, you know, I remember when I was feeling really good. I'll go back to my log and thumb back to when I was feeling really great and the weight was coming off and I was feeling amazing and what was I eating and, and I'm, it's all right there. And, and it'll trigger my memory of, oh, I remember I used to eat that omelet for breakfast and for lunch. I used to have this Greek yogurt with granola. And you forget all of the wonderful things that you were eating when you were eating good. So it's not only there to keep you from eating bad, but it's a running record of all of the amazing things that you have eaten. So not only does tracking create awareness, but it keeps you accountable. It helps you learn more about your eating habits, and it really does create a lot of aha moments. I've had so many aha moments, I mean, honestly, where I'm at the end of the day looking at something going, oh, wow, this is interesting. I didn't realize that I that I ate that in between breakfast and lunch, and then I had that again between lunch and dinner, so maybe I shouldn't have ice cream tonight. Um, because again, we forget. Um, you learn so much about how many calories are in certain foods that you maybe didn't know about before. And a food diary will definitely help show your progress. Um, you could track it through this app, or you can write it down on this paper. And like I said, you can go back and you can remember and look up things that you maybe forgot were delicious. Um, you can actually even write down um, how you feel along the way. Um, if you're feeling sluggish, if you're feeling tired, um, document these things so that when you do go back, you can remember. And you will feel more fit and you will feel more full of energy. So if you want to make that change, it's something that's so simple. It's something that will cost you nothing. It's something that's really mindless. And it's actually something that you might even enjoy. Um, just take a minute, give yourself a uh, little bit of time to adjust to it. Because like I say, I say this in my book, and I say this to all my clients, it feels like it's your worst enemy at first, but then it really does become your best friend. Because it's something that you depend on. It's something that keeps you accountable. And it's something that really, really helps you learn a lot about yourself. So key to weight loss, start logging, certainly use it around the holidays. It's going to be your saving grace. Jot everything down and certainly enjoy a little splurge, but write it down so you don't overdo it. Enjoy your day. 